Hey peoples, welcome back to Millennial Fuel. Today's topic is about love. And I'm here with Kai Williams and Ella McDonough. I hope I said that right. Mm-hmm. Did I say it right? I said it right. Oh my gosh. Um, we're going to talk about love and the upsides and the downsides of it and the emotional roller coaster that is that word. So- my name is Ella. I'm in 10th grade. Might be in 9th grade next year. I don't know. But. I don't know. Ask me questions. (laughs) I am devolving. Wow. All right, Kai, it's your turn. You're up to the batting plate. (laughs) My name is Kai. I am also in the 10th grade from California, period. She goes to my school. Yes, I go to school with Tara. That's cool. I'm Tara's. Also, I'd like to apologize. I'd like to apologize in advance. Wait. I'd like to apologize in advance if I accidentally call you Tara again. Oh, no, you're good. Everybody calls me Tara. You know, the lunch ladies, the teachers, the substitutes. It's Tara. It's all Let's the just same. call you Tar. Tar. Tarzan. 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 Back to love. Um. <laughs> what is that? Never heard of her. What is love? Baby, no hurt. Okay, okay, okay. God, we're so dysfunctional. Right. (laughs) All right, so we're going to start off with platonic love. So there's two different types of love, right? There's platonic love, which is like the buddy-buddy friend kind. And there's the romantic love, which means the smoochy-smooch kind. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And, um, Yeah. What is your guys' like experience with that? Is it is it good or bad? Well, I I have well, mixed feelings. I have never been part of any relationship, so I have no comment. Ah, so <laughs> you're, you're gonna be our platonic love expert. Okay. I'm going to be the love love expert. The love love expert, and I'll just be because I'll <laughs> I'll just be I lonely. <laughs> I'll, I can do something. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. Platonic love. Oh. Whenever I stutter, I just cut it out, so it really doesn't matter. Oh. Okay. <laughs> like, don't worry about making mistakes. I can just edit it. Okay. Well, so oh, platonic okay. love. Right before the podcast, I was just telling Tara how I was like watching a video to see like what exactly was platonic love, because like I had heard about it. But I wasn't really sure what it was. So basically in the video, the girl was talking about how it's like, there's a big difference between it. How like in platonic relationships, it's like not sexual, just deep. You're more honest. There's no worries. And you're just like on your friend level. There's nothing like, you know, like romanticized about it. Nothing freaky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Time to get funky. <laughs> I feel like we're Bring it down. platonic. Oh my gosh. With platonic relationships you don't have to worry as much because you're not like devoted you know you can be friends with other people but if you were in like a relationship relationship you couldn't be romantic with other people you know that's the difference kind of between platonic and romantic and romantic is just in my opinion a lot more stressful i mean by my experience you guys you guys are probably chilling but me me it's uh kind of stressful yeah, cause I can understand that. I can understand. I can understand how like romantic 
love, like, romantic slash sexual love can be, like, stressful. I need to stop saying, like, I'm sorry. I grew up in the valley. I am in the valley. Mm. <clears throat> Those things, they can be stressful because people have probably had, like, bad experiences with it or the media portrays it as it's just a bad experience. But once you find, a per- like, that person, which I, it could be, it could take forever, um, it's, like, the most amazing feeling in the world. Because you don't want to be romantic with any other people. You don't want anything with anyone but that person. And it's, like, that's what's so beautiful about it. I feel like, I don't know, it's it's tough for people in general just to find someone that instead of just like oh this person's pretty I like them instead of just that it's it's it takes a while for people to find someone who they don't have to worry about holding their own ego up in front of yes them, you know? oh it's so long. they get to, they get to show who they really are what they really look like you know no shirt hair in a bun watching Netflix that no Netflix shirt is- okay <laughs> oh I I don't know. Uh, yeah. Tara, you got something to say? <laughs> Shush. <laughs> um, but yeah. And honestly, Ella, you probably have had a completely different experience with love than I have. Completely different. Probably. I don't know if in my in my mind right now, I don't know if I'm ever gonna want to like be in a relationship again because over and over, it's just me giving myself up for somebody else and not getting that in return, you know? And I'm very bad at being a girlfriend. <laughs> I'm really bad at communicating my real feelings and, you know. Then you need to find someone really... who's, like, okay with that in a way who will help you and support you with that. Yeah. Because, I mean. Yeah. And it's. Right, you go. <laughs> it's like, it's like. Whenever I'm in a relationship, it's not even any problems with the other person. It's just me putting myself in a prison cell of what this person I think would like about me instead of who Tara really is. Mm -hmm. It's just still the ego. And I got to break out like out of that. And I don't know. That's that's my problem. Yeah, that took me a while to break out of, actually, because like the second somebody that I like slightly found attractive or just wanted to date they told me like oh yeah like I think this is super cute I'd like out of nowhere I would just start like loving that thing dressing like it I'm just like that's not me and now that I am pretty confident that I found myself it's like they say I mean of course you hear it all the time you think it's not true the most true thing in the entire world you have to love yourself before you can love anyone else yeah you have yeah, to be able I to mean, find who you really are and accept it without worry or without, like, being self-conscious about it. You just have to like who you are and be like, this is me. I'm different. I'm not anybody else that I know. And that's cool. Like, we're all... It's one of the things It's one of the things that you can't jump head first mm-hmm. in. Like, I know, from experience, I know it seems nice and the feelings that the other person gives you when you're infatuated with them, they're going to be different from when you're really committed to them, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's it's good to love someone platonically before you love them romantically. Mm-hmm. Because then you really know. 
Like, mm-hmm. you really know who they are. You know what they like and who they really are like, not just what they show to other people, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. I understand that. And, okay, wait. And, like, I get... No, no, you go, you go. No, wait, never mind. And I get that that fear and uncertainty that just makes your, like, stomach flutter when you fall in love with someone, I get that that's really cool, and you just want to try it and jump headfirst into it, but you really should not. So, there's there's another side to love, not just with people, but things around you and living things around you, you know, like, me and my plants. I love my plants. And I could go on about this for hours. They just really keep me company, and it's nice taking care of something. Even, I love them, even though it's not a person, even though it can't talk, you know? I still care for them. Because objects can have, like, meaning to people, you know? And, you know, I, I'm i stuttering. Oh, my God. My brain is not working. Oh, yeah. I, okay. I don't know what you mean. Because I was... Definitely paying attention. <laughs> okay, I heard objects have meaning to people. Sorry, I can't text and listen yeah. at the same time. And I was I was texting my girlfriend, so I like yeah. Okay. Like I mean, like if if you're feeling something in a moment and you pick up an object near you and you just put all of that memory into that object and you take it home with you and you put it on your shelf, and then days later you just look at it and you remember what you were feeling that object has meaning to you you know you kind of love it in a way because it represents what you were feeling in the moment you know yeah like hmm. i have this like bunny stuff animal and i guess it was a gift from one of my grandmas from like way when i was like a baby but like for some reason like and this is gonna sound kind of sad but like a lot of times when like i would cry i would just like hold that bunny and just hug it and cry so not every time i look at it i'm just like that's just the thing I cry on, but, like, it also represents my grandmother. Like, I could just have her with me while she's in Texas. I have that bunny to hold. Well, like, okay, crying. Crying is, it's good and bad, you know? Like, honestly, I hate crying. I love crying. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, see, people like crying. They feel like, they feel like they release something when I cry. It's because I never cry. When I cry, it's bad. And it hurts. It actually hurts. Not, like, mentally hurts. It physically hurts. Like, my throat feels, like, closed, and it just... I hate crying. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Because you hold in all your emotions. So then when it finally comes out, yeah. I'm a bottle. (laughs) I'm a bottle. I'm a genie in a bottle. (laughs) For me, um... I'm on, like, antidepressants and stuff, so I literally am physically unable to cry, you know? And it's it's weird, because I am physically unable to be sad or feel any negative emotions. And so when I cry, it's not just me crying over whatever movie I'm watching. Like, I cried in Trolls, okay? I cry over everything. Uh- um, it's It's everything that I had been bottling up, you know? And it feels good to get all of that out, like, with every single tear. That's something that was hurting me over time, you know? And it's different for everybody. I mean... Mm-hmm. Cut out. 
No, I didn't. Did you just stop talking? I just stopped talking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What was that? <laughs> I don't know. Hello? Uh, hi. 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 <laughs> hi. <laughs> oh! Wait, y'all can- <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? What? <laughs> Hello? Mary had a little answer. Yeah, I can hear you. Oh. Can you hear me? Hi. Hi? hi. Oh, hi. Okay, I'm back. I'm sorry. My my internet is whack. It's it's whack. Oh, wacko. Oh, okay. It's a wacko. Love that. Snap. What are we talking about? Talk about getting broken up with. Uh, I've never been broken up with, so I cannot. It's just you breaking up oh, with wait. people. I've never been broken up with. I've technically been broken up with in a way, but at the same time, I I broke up with her. Like I... the negative sides of like <laughs> love and stuff. Like, should we talk about that? Mm, 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 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me downs. finish my chili really quick. <laughs> the downs of a relationship. Yeah. I literally have a whole list of love stuff I wrote down. I'm so unprepared, it's really funny. Me. We're trying to make a whole podcast and Ella's just eating chili. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my last bean. My last bean. Mm-hmm. Savor the bean. Eating it with a fork. That's why it's taking me so long. Uh, who eats chili with a fork? Me, goddammit! Why would you eat chili with a fork? Because I grew up with the father who gave me a spoon to eat spaghetti and a fork to eat soup. I'm gonna cry. I actually wish I was Are you joking. serious? Yes. Ella, I'm, next time I send you a package, I'm sending you a whole bunch of spoons. Please use spoons when you eat chili. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I just... Because then all the, all the actual chili part just slips through the fork, and you can't get the full experience. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Are you done with your chili? Yes, but wait, 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 one sec. Give, give me two seconds. Or one, one two, three, four, uh, ten seconds. Okay. Um, I feel bad. <laughs> Why? My girlfriend just called me, <laughs> and I had to decline. <laughs> I mean, do you want to leave? Okay. You can. No, no, I don't want to leave. Okay. It's okay. I'll call it later. Next topic, we're going to talk about the downsides of love and all the negatives to it. Down, down, down. Down, down, down. Negative. Man, this is... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Next, we're going to talk about suicide. Oh, my God. Just kidding. Oops. Cut that out. Uh... Cut that out. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so, downsides of love. Mm-hmm. 
good relationships. So, I oh my god. <laughs> okay, the, I disagree. This is the first the relationship I'm in currently is the first good relationship I've ever been in. Then why don't you tell us about the other ones? Okay, the other ones. Let's see. My first relationship was with a man. Well, no, a boy. His name was Elliot Rowe. Um, he was a little sciencey, geeky kid. You know, pretty rich. Like so, I was Dexter like from Dexter's okay. Laboratory. Actually, yes, definitely, really? <laughs> yes. He looked just like him. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was funny. Minus the glasses and the curly red hair, which is basically his only feature. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. He was just he was just like a small child. This anyway, he told you. me yes, much further than me. <laughs> <laughs> One day I found out in fifth grade that he had a crush on me. And I just said, Okay, and I guess that meant we're dating now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I dated this little boy for nine months. We went on one date. He bought me Starbucks. Uh, and then I dumped him, and he spread a bunch of rumors about me around the school, and everyone hated me. It, it was it was great. And then, next relationship. <laughs> Wait, okay. Let me get this straight. Dexter from Dexter's Laboratory was running around your school spreading tea about you, even though he's, like, yes. three feet tall. He's like... Ella did this to me. She's she's so bad. I'm gonna I'm gonna put her in a giant potion. Like yeah, it it didn't help that no one else really liked me before that. (laughs) Damn, they really I really believe Dexter. Yeah, no, they just didn't like me, for me, and I give them every reason. Wait, can I cuss? Yes. Oh, thank God. Okay, (laughs) I give them every single reason to hate me for who I was. I was annoying because, guess what? I didn't know who I was at all. And I was just trying to fit in. So my sad little ass just shopped on Shein and Zoffel and all those places. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I wanted, I never stepped inside a Brandy Melville and walked out with something. And I still live by that. Brandy Melville, like ever. Just just don't go. It's just the most basic place ever. I can't stand it. Really? Yeah. Isn't it easy to shoplift from there? Well, no, it is true, though. Like, because, like, everybody has, like, their type of, like, significant. Like, everybody's like, oh, my type is a girl who looks like this. My type's a guy who acts like this. I like a guy with sports and stuff. So, like, if you don't fit that criteria, you can't really, like, make change that person's mind. Like, it's kind of hard to change someone's mind on what their type of significant other is. Personally, I feel like the the words I love you have been changed completely you know it's not it's not truth anymore you, you f- know you feel like they just throw it out there now yeah but they don't mean it I'd rather people wait until they actually mean it to say it yeah that was like one of the things I wrote down on my paper I was gonna ask like when do you feel like it's okay to say I love you because I know like that's a big thing where people are like once they say it they're like uh uh they love me uh, uh, yeah, they, they get all, like, confused. They're, like, scared. They're, like, oh, my God, we're at that yeah. stage. Once you know that you actually care about them, every single inch and part of them, inside and out, then you can say I love you. 
You can't think of a world without them. You can't think of talking to anybody else but them. Then you can say, I love you. So do you think there's like a different, I love like saying I love you to your friend, do you think it's different if you say it to your significant other? Oh, of course. Mm. Um, actually, okay, so another thing is that you can't force the other person to love you, you know? If, if you really like someone and you like them for who they are, you can't force them to love you, you know? Mm-hmm. I think so. I mean, like, saying I love you to a friend is like, in my opinion, a lot more me- meaningful than it is saying it to your significant other. I mean, I'm not a big dating person, you know? True. I, I only date people once in a millennia, so, <laughs> you know. Another thing is that communication is big. I mean, like, if if you're hurting, if something isn't working out, and you can't tell your boyfriend or girlfriend or whoever that you're hurting and something is wrong, then something is wrong with your relationship. I mean, you have to be able to tell that person every single thing that happens and everything that is worrying you, you know, and the other person should be able to reciprocate that and understand it, you know? Yeah, like you have to, like you said earlier, like in a relationship, you have to be comfortable to be yourself and you have to be able to talk to each other because obviously like your significant other can't read your mind, no one can read minds. So if you're not able to tell them like, your deepest secret or like just anything that's going on in your life like if you're having a family issue a friend issue it probably yeah. shouldn't be the right relationship for you or you shouldn't be in one if you're not ready to like talk to people about that yeah like you shouldn't have to lie about your feelings when you're in a relationship yeah. you know if if something that the other person is doing is bothering you you should talk to them about it rather than wait for the problem to get bigger yeah you know when you say it to your friend it's it's generally comment that you mean it yeah because you know this person you've known them for so long and you've hung out with them and you've made an effort to get to know them so when you say that you genuinely mean it not just because you're being nice not just because you're forcing your relationship to work out you know mm-hmm. love really can't be forced you know yeah it's got to be natural it's got to both of your both of your hearts got to intertwine with each other. They got to they got to work together. You can't just grab someone else's heart, rip it out of them and s- call it love, you know? Yeah. It's it's got to be not one-sided. It has to be an effort, a teamwork, you know? Yeah. Um that's that's something in, that I personally went through. I mean like I was in a relationship at this time when I was in the hospital. And I feel like he he didn't really know what was going on. And I felt really bad because he felt like it was him. It was him, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it really wasn't. Just, I wish I could have been more honest. And I'm disappointed. Yeah, you just have to be able to, like, know that you can trust them. And that it's okay to tell them things. And that if there is something going on in your life, if you're not ready to fully, like, tell them the situation. But you should be able to tell them, like, oh, hey, I'm going through something, but right now I'm not ready to talk about it, but I will eventually tell you what's going on. They should understand, Yeah. You know? Okay, so another thing is, like, getting broken up with or breaking up with someone, like, when your relationship is parting. It's it's really sad, you know, because there's there's two ways that it goes. It's either you really care about this person and you just want to see them happy even if that isn't with you 
or you get out of a relationship feeling like you hate that person but you can't you can't hate them you once loved them you know yeah that's like conflicting you can't say i love you and then a couple months later hate them yeah because everybody has their goods and their bads and whether or not you want to admit it you loved something something about that person you know back then yeah because i remember like i guess it's like in middle school it's like different but like in middle school i would see a lot of like breakups like they would always be like you know right before the breakup they're like oh i love you you're my forever but then when they break up they're like i hate you i never liked you you're ugly anyway and i'm like how can you say that that when you just said you love them that they were your forever yeah it's it's really important to capitalize on people's good traits not their bad traits i mean everybody has goods and bads like i just said if you focus on your significant other's bad traits then you're immediately going to be convinced that your relationship is bad and that you're wasting your time. Yeah. You know, instead of seeing the light in it, you have to give it time and you have to give it patience because that's how, that's how all things work. You got to be patient. Yeah. So you should just like take your time, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Don't rush it, you know, let it happen. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Moral of the story. Love is overrated in my book. (laughs) Um, and don't jump headfirst into a relationship because then you're basically just jumping into a pit of snakes. (laughs) So I hope you have fun with that. Yeah, like, if you're not ready, if you want to be in a relationship but you know you're not ready for it, don't force yourself to be in it. If there's someone that's, like, saying they want to be with you but you're not personally ready for it, let that person know. Just be like, hey, I'm not ready for a relationship at the time, but when I am, I'll get back to you. Or just, like, let them know that you're not ready for it. And don't blame yourself either don't be like I, it's it's my fault that this person didn't love me or that like you know yeah never blame yourself I, for like breakups or like anything that goes on it's good to save yourself the pain you know yeah that um it's awful seeing somebody like away from you it's kind of like a mixed feel a mixed feeling because you still care about them but don't don't end it you know yeah you gotta give it patience. Yeah, like right now, if you're going through like, if you and your significant other are going through like a problem right now, and you know it's like something temporary, it's not like a big thing. Don't like go and end it. Try to talk earlier. Communication. Try to give it a chance. You know. Yeah, communication is key. Always talk through. I mean, sometimes you know, like give them like a day to like cool down, and then be like, hey, let's talk about it. Like, what's going on? Like, what did I do? Yeah, I mean, like, don't give up if you love this person. Show them that you really love them and that you care about them and that you're willing to fight. Step over this little crack in the road. Yeah. You know? It's not they're not with you anymore, you know, and it's not you that's making them happy. And like in in retrospect, all that you want is to see them smile and see them be doing good and doing great things. But you can't do that with them anymore. Yeah. You know? And I feel like a lot of people like after that, they say, well, it's my fault that, you know, I can't do things with them. I messed it up. You know, you should never completely blame yourself. Yeah. Because, like, I can't talk yeah. from personal experience. But, like, I've just seen, like, if you, like, put all your, the blame on you and you just think, oh, it's my fault. Oh, I could have been better. Oh, I should have done this and that. It's going to really, like, hurt you mentally, physically, emotionally. And you just don't want the bad for you I don't know how to I don't know how to word it but like just don't blame yourself for everything because not everything is your fault 
it like relationships yeah, are I get it. yeah it's a two-man job like there's there might have been things your significant other did there might be a few things you did but don't put all the blame on you for like reasons like if your relationship ended or if you guys are going through a little problem right now myself for that because i really i really like feel like i could have done better you know i should have told the truth i should have told him what like i was feeling you know Mm -hmm. and instead of just being happy-go-lucky all the time i should have been honest and honestly myself all right well i would like to end this podcast with a poem so it goes like this you made it your home just as you left it there's a box of your favorite cereal in the cupboard your favorite soda in the fridge your favorite movie in the vcr your safe bed is made and waiting for you this was the final test and you passed you can rest now i feel like when i read that poem it made me like think of like love you know Uh and satisfaction you know all right so that's all guys thank you for listening to millennial fuel and peace out bye